Okay, Bruchim Abom everyone, welcome to today's shir on Tefillah, which um, is sponsored by our very dear friend Los Angeles, B'Tzalel Rose, Lili Nishmas, his brother Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Nisham Shavon Aliyah, B'Yomel Siyosha for his home Mishpacha, B'Yaskel Tzedek, also was asked to dedicate the learning of Chosifor Shalema to Isha Chashuva Dafna Bas Chava Nechama, Shavon for Shalema Bekarayv. So we're uh, having our shir on the parsha. I want to begin by letting everybody know that um, this week's parsha sheets are now available, both in Lashon Hakodesh and in English. Um, the Lashon Hakodesh sheets are the Divrei Torah of the Tzaddik of Ranana, which is uh, available on our email list. So if you want to get, uh, if you would like to receive. The uh, sheets from the Tzadik of Ranana, please contact office at rabbidg.com and it will be sent to you free of charge. Also, we now have the English Parsha sheets, um, which is uh, written by our good friend Rav Mordechai Levitan, and that is also available on um, the email. So if you get onto our email list, you will receive every week the Hebrew and English um Sheets of Devei Torah. It's also available on the website, uh, rabbidg.com. Um, also, beginning this week, we started three new shiurim on a new venue. It's called All Parsha. All Parsha is a program of uh, the OU. Uh, the OU basically revolutionized Daf Yomi with something called All Daf, where they take um, select shiurim on the Daf Yomi and they make it available in an, a ver- an incredible um, format. And they have a, a designated app for that, and they're going to be um, releasing a similar type of program for the Parsha, something called All Parsha. So for now, the Shurim will, will be available on Torah anytime, but uh, in, in starting soon, they'll be available exclusively on the All Parsha app. But this week, you could check out on Torah anytime, there's All Parsha, the Rambanan Parsha Shemais, the Balaturan Parsha Shemais, and the Ben Laashriyan Parsha Shemais. So check that out. Okay, so we begin our shir on tefillah after all of that. Um, let me get the sheet up over here. Share screen. Can you see that? Can you see the Maramakoimos? And we're continuing in Baruch Shomar. Uh We've had a number of shir on Baruch Shomar. I believe we've had three shir on Baruch Shomar so far. We're going to start with two very obscure and very elevated ideas from Rav Hutner. It may be hard to put a finger on exactly what he's saying, but that shouldn't stop us from at least attempting to try to understand it. And Rav Hutner, in his first piece, now this does not come from the Sefer Pachad Yitzchak, it comes from a Sefer called Rishimai Slave. And Rav Hunter seems to deal with the following amazing question. And a question that perhaps we've never thought of. And that is, Baruch Shammar is the beginning of Sukkot Zimra. It's certainly a bracha. And what we would for sure expect is that it should begin with a, a bracha. It should begin with a baruch. And what it does not begin with is it does not begin with a bracha. Say, what? It's Baruch Sha'amar. 
Okay, Shkoyach is Baruch Shamar. It should say, Baruch Atah Hashem, like every other bracha in the world. Especially a long bracha. A bracha only does not begin with a bracha if it can rely on an earlier bracha. And here it is, Baruch Shamar is the first bracha. It's the beginning of Sukkot Zimra. Yishtabach ends with a bracha. Presumably it's reliant on the bracha of Baruch Shamar, but Baruch Shamar only ends with a, bar- a bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem, Melech Molabatish why doesn't Baruch Shamar begin with a racha? You ever wonder about that? I bet most people in today's shir have said Baruch Shamar once or twice in their life. So, that being the case, and and Michael, I see, is giving me a big smile. Uh, Baruch Hashem, thank you. But, um, so I take that as uh, he's conceding that he has said Baruch Shamar once or twice in his life. But why does it not begin with a Baruch? That is what Rav Hunter seems to be bothered by. Baruch Shamra Vayyam Baruchu. This comes from the Sefer Rashim Oisle. Vihika Hakdama Leberchasa Baruchatashem. Ayin Masnisin Zvachim. Look in the Mishnah Zvachim. Lashem Shisha Dvarim Hazavach Nizbach. For six things you have to bring a carbon. Uvigamara, the Gemara says, you must bring a carbon. Lashem Misha Amar Vahayyam. To the one who spoke in the world came to being. Meaning, to be able to serve God, you have to do it with God's permission. That is the mitzvah of you should serve Him. But you need God's permission to serve Him. Meaning, the beginning of God's desire that we should serve Him is conceptually from the time that he spoke and the world came into being. But before he spoke and the world came into being, he did not want us to serve him. Because if he would have wanted us to serve him, he would have put us there before he spoke and brought the world into being. So conceptually, God's desire of us, our service of him, is from the time that he spoke and the world came into being. And this is Sugyon uh, Chagiga. I would think we learned this. We learned this both in the Young Israel on Friday and in the Dafa Shavuot. I would think a person should ask before the world came into being. No. So the Gemara says you know how to ask about what, what was uh, around before the world came into being. Now the same way we, we only serve Him and God only wants our service from the time he spoke in the world and came into being, that's when he wants our karbanos, that's when he wants our tefillah, because tefillah is avoida shabalev. So the Gemara, the Rav Hunter continues, Kvoid elokim haster damar. The honor of God is sometimes to hide the matter. Sometimes there are deep mystical Kabbalistic concepts that it brings honor to God not to talk about them. It, is, it brings him greater dignity and honor not to reveal certain things. What are the things that it brings God honor to hide? Rashi says, Maisa Merkava Amasa Barishas. Say Chazal, Ad Kan Kvoida Loikim Hu Haster Davar. Masa Merkava, Masa Barishas is the type of subject that it brings honor to God to hide. Mikan Ve'elach, from here and on, Kvoid Melachim Chakar Davar. It is the honor of kings to investigate. Now, says the uh, Rav Hutner, when you say Baruch Atah, 
blessed are you, that refers to God who has created the world, yesh meyesh, baruch sha'amar v'hoyahoylam, is God who created yesh meyayin. And that type of relationship with God is, it's an honor to God to hide the matter. Meaning, God has manifested Himself two ways to us. He's manifested Himself in creation, yesh meyayin, ex nehelon. He's manifested Himself, yesh meyesh. When God deals with us, yesh meyesh, that is the manifestation which it's an honor to God to talk about openly. And we say, Baruch Atah. The God that has created the world, yesh meyayin, that is a realm and a manifestation that we can't really discuss. It is more honor to God to hide the matter. And in that sense, we refer to God as Baruch Sha'amar Ha'ilam, but we can't say Baruch Atah Hashem. And I think I will apply the rule of Kvayda Lekim Hastar Davar, which means if you understood that, great. Otherwise, moving right along into the next piece. Another idea. The Gemara says in Masech Tainis, Dav Chof Aleph. You remember the story of Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa? Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa's daughter was all despondent. He says, what's the matter? So she said, you know, for the Shabbos Lacht, I, I wrote, uh, I lit vinegar. So he said, so, what's wrong? He said, Mi sh'amar le-shemen sh'yadlik, yoimar l'choymetz sh'yadlik. As for Hutner, he should have just said that um, God will say that vinegar should light. Why does he have to say, he who said that oil should light, should say that vinegar should light. Just say, he will say vinegar should light. Va'oid. The Gemara over there says that even when tzaddikim make a miracle, it's not a good thing to do it. You're bothering God. Do you remember the Gemara? The Gemara said there was a story. Somebody lost his wife and he had a little baby. And he had to feed the baby. And the, the Gemara says a miracle happened. He was able to nurse the baby. And one Amoira commented, well, what, what, how powerful the Chachamim are. They could change nature. And another Amoira commented how... how despicable the story is that they're bothering God to change nature. So you see there's a concept, don't annoy Hashem. Maybe you could make miracles, but you're, you're bothering God to change the forces of nature. So why, why was Reb Hanina ben Doisa saying, ah, the one who said that oil shall light, will say vinegar shall light, he's bothering God. Why is he annoying God? You don't want to annoy God. You don't want to annoy your older sister, but even more than you don't want to annoy your older, you don't want to annoy the Rebbe Hashem. Why is Rebbe ben Doisa bothering Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Says Rabbi, says Rebbe we have a tradition from Gedola Yisrael. The more a person is makir, that Hashem recreates the world daily. The more Hashem tomorrow could make things different than He made it yesterday. It means as follows. Sometimes a person feels they're stuck in a rut. 
How am I ever going to get out of this mess? I'm having an issue with whatever it is, a health issue, financial issue, family issue, marital issue, children, shiduchim. It's been so long. It's, it's not working out. Things are just, it's not happening. <laughs> whatever it is, I have a problem. And this problem has been lasting five years, ten years. And, uh, nah, it's never going to change. But we all have a moon of things could change and God can make a miracle. So why is it that sometimes we see miracles and sometimes not? Says Rav Hutner, to the extent that we recognize that God recreates the world daily. In other words, even though it looks like I feel the same way today that I felt yesterday. So God's not recreating? No, it's not true. He recreated today. He happened to have recreated me in a way that I feel exactly today as yesterday. God recreated the Shidduch situation today. It happens to be the same as yesterday. But to the extent that we're a makir, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mechadesh and He recreated it today, to that extent, Hashem could completely change it. Because to the darga, to the madriga, that we, we feel that it's a new Bria, to that extent, it can be completely new. So Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa, he was on the Madrega. And the reason why he, he uttered the phrase, Misha, the one who said Shemen should burn, is because Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa firmly believed that God did not say 5,000 years ago, oil should burn. He firmly believed today, God said once again, oil should burn. And because he believed that it is today that God said oil should burn, that is why he was able to say, and therefore today he's going to say vinegar should burn. And it's not bothering God. It's only bothering God if you still think that God created the world back when, and it's just continuing. So if that's how you view it, you're annoying God to change it. But if you recognize that every day God's recreating the world, you're not bothering Him. He'll recreate it differently today. That's the idea. Baruch She'amar V'hoya Ha'olam Today, God recreated the world. COVID is not continuing. It's not true. It's a big lie that COVID still continues. Every day, God makes a new decision to recreate the plague. Now, not everyone has to believe that. Only Jews, Gentiles are not are not obligated to understand this concept. But as a ma'amin, this is part of Amuna and Bria Sa'ilam. Next, this, this offering could have been 10 pages, but it's um, a Kabbalistic concept. And if you want to explore it further, I refer you to the Siddur Ashla. And we referred to it last week, where the Shla says, how many baruchs are in Baruch Sha'amar? So the Archa Shulchan says, well, 13, but the Shla says, Baruch Baruch Hu doesn't count. Baruch Shemoy doesn't count. That's like Baruch Baruch Shemoy, and the Chasima doesn't count. So there are 10, there are 10 uh, Baruchs. And the Shla says the 10 Baruchs stand for the 10 Amiros with which God created the world, which refer to the 10 Sphiros, to the extent where the gematria of Baruch Sha'amar is the gematria of Keser, Chachma, Bina, Das, and all the ten spheroids. But then the Shla says, each Baruch 
corresponds to one of the ten spheroids. Baruch Sha'amar Abahoya Oilam corresponds to Kesar. Baruch Oimar says Chachma. And he explains how each Baruch in the Baruch Shamar corresponds to one of the ten spheroids. Now I didn't put it on the sheet because it's Kulai Kabbalah, but it is worthwhile to know how every minor detail, how the minutia of how the tools are formulated are laden with so much meaning that at the very least we should endeavor to say the words carefully because of of the tremendous significance every detail has. But I would like to share with you for the uh, remainder of the shir an amazing diuk of Rabbi Shimon Schwab in the Baruch Shamar. Rabbi Schwab points out an amazing observation about Shama. I, I have to admit, I never realized this. And based on this observation, he completely revolutionizes the whole Pesukei de Zimra based on it. And that is, he says in Baruch Amar, the word Shevach appears five times. Let's see if we have a, uh, a Siddur. You would think I'm giving a, a share on the Siddur. I should have a Siddur. That would have been a good idea, huh? Give me one second. Wow, nobody went anywhere. Thank you. Okay, so I'm back. What are the five Shevachs? The first one is Meshubach. Where we say, That's the first mention. Then we say, Nahalelcha Bishvachais. Then, Uvizmirais Negadelcha Unishabechacha. Unifarcha. Melech Meshubach. And then we say a little about Tishbachais. Now, I can't say I ever uh, paid attention to that. But Rav Schwab says, look, this is a, a very a significant uh, repetition. Says Rav Schwab, these five shivachim correspond to five parts of Sukkot de Zimra. Now, until now, we've been saying from the Archa Shulchan that there are 13 parts of Sukkot de Zimra. Haidu. Mizmar Lusayda. Yehichavayd, Ashrei, five Hallelujahs, Baruch Hashem li'olam amen v'yamein. Then you have Vayivarch David. You have Vacharis Yimai Abris, and you have the Shira. But says uh, Reb Schwab, you could sum it up and you could capture it into five parts. Each part of Pesukim Zimra is intrinsically different, and a different type of Shavach, from Hoidu until. Ashrei is number one. Number two is Ashrei. This capital, this pismine, this mizmar has its own inherent chashivos. Like the Gemara says, Kol Oimer Tila Ladavid Bechal Yom Muftach Lo Shabena Malmava. The third one is the Halalukas, the end of Tehillim. Like the Gemara says, Let my share be among those who complete Halal every day. The fourth one. Is Baruch Hashem Li'olam Amen V'Amen and Vayivarch David, and the fifth one are the Psukim of Atahu Hashem. Oh boy, 
we don't have the right nosach here. Let's see. Um, give me one second. We're missing something here. The third part is... Now, okay, we're missing a column over here, but I'm going to read to you. Says Rab Schwab, then we corresponding to these five shavachim are five l'shoynos of shavach, and they are. Nigadelcha, Unishabechacha, Unifaercha, Venaz Kirshimcha, Venamluchacha. Right, that's how Baruch Shamar concludes. Nigadelcha, Nishabechacha, Nifaercha, Naz Kirshimcha, Venamlichacha. Asher Gamhain, Mechuvanois, Keneged Hamisha, Chelke, Psukid Zimra, these five praises, Nigadelcha, Nishabechacha, Nifaercha, Naz Kirshim Chamlam Lucha correspond to five parts of Psukh Zimra. Ubir Ha Inyan. Shikfara Marnu Hatam. We've already said the reason. La Amiras Psukh de Zimra. Shahu Alpi Mamoram Zal. This is based on what Chazal tell us. La Oilam Yisader Adam Shivchoy Shalakadesh Baruchu. Viachar Kach Yispalo. A person should always arrange the praise of God and then pray. And we learn that from Moshe Rabbeinu when he davened to enter Eretz Yisrael. He began. With Vaschanan, Ata Hachiloisa Laharois Es Avdecha Es Godlecha Vyasyodcha Hachazaka. He said, God, you've began to show your servant your greatness, your mighty hand. Who is like you? So Moshe Rabbeinu praised God, and only after he praised God, he said, Okay, now I'm asking for the gold. Let me in the land. And Chazal say, Laoilam Yisader. Yisader implies it has to be very orderly and organized. In other words, if Chazal say that a person should be misader, they don't say Lo'ilam yakdim adam They don't say, you know, before you ask God what you need, you should preempted and give a prelude of praise. No. You need to arrange it. It has to be a specific set arrangement. And therefore, all the praises of Pesukah Zimra are in a specific order. 
This is a great principle in praising HaKadosh Baruch In other words, it is not sufficient merely to praise God, but it has to be in a very, very specific order. And in light of this, Based on this idea, I'm going to explain specifically these five Lashonos. They all seem to be praises. What's the difference between Negadelcha, Nishabechacha, Nifa'ercha, Nazkir Shimcha, and Namlichacha? However, each one of these five expressions corresponds to one of the five parts of Psukta Zimra. Each expression refers to a designated kilos. And each one is adding on the one before. Negadelcha. Negadelcha stands for similar to what we say Yisgadel Shemei Rabbah. What does it mean God's name should be made great? What does that mean His name should be made great? How should His name be made great? God is infinite. Without a beginning, without an end. How do you make God big, right? We're going to make you big, God. How are we going to make Him big? We're going to feed Hashem Cholent. What does it mean that we're going to make God great? When we praise God about things that people don't usually recognize and attribute to God, we make, we magnify His honor in the eyes of people. This is what it means, Negadelcha. When we say, Yisgadel Shemei Rabbah, that your name should be great, that means that the events and benefits that people take for granted when they start to recognize that they come from God, God's name is made great. But there is another dimension of gidol. What's a gidil? Sitzes are called gedilim. They're tassels. Shazira, ukalia, twisted, braided, like gedilim ase sharsharos, like chains. Like the pasuk says, gedilim tasselacha which refers to the mitzvah of tzitzis. By the way, you can look back on your sheet where my arrow is. Shehi shazira shalchutim shekarchim v'koshim aysam b'yachad. Tzitzis are strings which are twisted and wrapped together. Therefore, tzitzis are called gedilim. Gedil shnayim. Gedilim is arba. Whereas we darshan, asa gedil upaisleo mitoicha. Gedilim is something which is tightly wound, wrapped, and tied. We find in Chazal, in Chagiga, Miriam Megadla Seyar. Miriam who braids. A hair braider is called Megadla. So we have to praise Hashem through braiding and twisting. What does this refer to? This refers to intertwining and twisting various forms of praise, one with the other. Dugmas HaPerachim. Like flowers, shema achdim kama minim kama gavanim asher echad matim umashlom nesheni. What is the bouquet of flowers? Flowers in a bouquet don't grow that way naturally. 
Naturally, flowers grow one type by itself. But the florist understands that to make something aesthetically pleasing, you sort of compare and contrast different colors and different textures and arrangements, and you put various flowers together. So too, tefillah is supposed to be a gedil that we twist and we twine and we combine various forms of praise in order to uh, make it pleasing to the eye. Kain anu mechabrim b'psuke de zimra kama maile shon zegaz baruch gvi hasagaseinu hapuuta. So too in psuke de zimra we combine many various milos of Hashem based on the, our our very small understanding. Beloikim hakarev elenu unegadelcha. We're gonna twist it together various forms of shir and shavach. So that's negadelcha. Not only are we gonna magnify God's, God's name, but we're gonna Mix together and twist together various praises. That's negadelcha. Nishabechacha is a lashon of improving and beautifying. For example, if you have a field and you fix the field and you improve the field so that you're going to plow it and you're going to fertilize it and you're going to improve the quality of the soil, this way the field will be able to produce better fruits. So therefore, likewise... A person needs to be Mishabeach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does that mean to be Mishabeach? To recognize that Hashem is the Toiv and is the Metiv and is the one who gives Chayim. And if in life we see, wait a second, really God is the Toiv Metiv, but I have this problem and this issue and this difficulty, then a person has to improve it. He has to be mashbiach in his own mind, that which is transpiring, and how is one mashbiachit? By understanding and recognizing and saying to oneself, Gamzu Lataiva, that the Rebbe is doing it to me as a chesed, and even though at first glance it seems like this issue in life is a ra, God is doing it as a chesed to me, to my family, to my circumstance, and this way, that's what it means to be Mishabeach HaKadosh Baruch To take the difficulty and to reckon it as a form of chesed. Then Unifa'ercha is a Lashon of Pe'er, a crown, an Atara, above the head. That is why the top of a tree is called Pe'er. Ki sachboit zeischa loisifa'er acharecha. Don't take the fruits that grow on the top of the tree. Nifa'ercha refers to praising God for those things that are above and beyond our understanding. Then, Nazkir Shimcha. What does it mean, Nazkir Shimcha? We say, Nazkir. That means, even when the nations of the world come with chariot and horse, as if God has forsaken us to the occurring, the vicissitudes of the time, and the question hits us, Keili, Keili, Lama Azavtani. What do we find in Tehillim, Parak Chafbez, right after the Pasuk, Keili, Keili, Lama Azavtani? We have the words, Vi'ata, Kadosh, Yoishev, Tehillah, Yisrael. That even though it seems like God sometimes forsakes us, we know God is with us intimately and He's overseeing and thinking about us. And when we mention God's name, it, it becomes, 
it is fired up inside of us with great hislahatos, the amuna and bitachon, that Hashem is indeed with us. That Hashem, as we say in this week's parasha, that's why God appeared to Moshe in, in the Sineh. V'nazkir Shimcha implies as follows. Just by merely mentioning God's name, we have a feeling that God is with us. So we have Nigadelcha. Nigadelcha is a type of praise where we weave together various elements of God's greatness. Nishabechacha is the difficulties in life we improve them by reckoning them as chesed. Nifa'ercha, we praise God for those things that are above and beyond our understanding. Nazgir Shimcha is that we have such an inherent amuna merely by mentioning God's name, we have the feeling that God is with us. And then Namlichacha. Namlichacha refers to accepting the yoke of heaven and submitting ourselves to God's will to listen to whatever He commands us. And how do we, how are we makabel the Malchus Shamayim? That we recognize that Hashem is Yochid. You are one, Hashem. There is no oneness like your oneness. Like we say on the Musaf Rosh Hashanah, that we say three, ten psukhamamalchios, three from the Torah, three from the Ksuvim, three from the Nevi'im, and the tenth pasuk is Shemayiso, Hashem Lekeno Hashem Achad. How is that a Kabbalah Salmachus Shamayim? The ultimate Kabbalah Salmachus Shamayim is recognize God's oneness. So we say, V'namuichacha malkeinu, V'namuichacha malkeinu, malkeinu, yachid. The way, Rav Schwab has a very novel reading of this. V'namuichacha malkeinu, malkeinu, yachid. We coronate you by saying you are one. Now, the five expressions of Nigadelcha, Nishabechacha, Nifa'ercha, Venazkir Shimcha, Venamlichacha correspond to the five parts of Sukkot Zimra. Nigadelcha is Haidu. What is Haidu? Random twisting and combining of various Sukkim throughout Tanakh. What is Yihichavoid? This is a Gidul, various ideas, various concepts twisted and twined together. That's Nigadelcha. Ashrei. Is Nishabechacha. That we accomplish through Ashrei by articulating that everything that occurs in our life is Toiv Hashem Lakoil Verachama Vakomasa. Nifa'ercha is to praise God even what's above our understanding. What does that refer to? That refers to the Halalukas. In being Goimer Halal. Nazkir Shimcha in Vayivarech David, where we mention God's name, we say Baruch Atah Hashem. And Namlichacha is speaking about God's oneness, Atahu Hashem Levadecha, until the end of Shira, where we say Hashem Yimlech Li'olam Va'ed. Now, in everything Chazal tell us, there is specific detail, every element of the Avoidah and the Beis Hamikdash, whether, says Reb Schwab, whether we know there are four avoidos in the Azara, Arba Matanois and the Dalit Kronois, in the um, the Ulam we find the the number five. By the way, in so here the Rav Shab says something incredible, that in different parts of the Beis Hamikdash, 
the avoidos connect to different numbers. The avoido done in the azara, we find the number four is prominent. The avoido done in the ulam, which corresponds to psuke de zimra, and we've discussed this, the Pesach of the Ulam refers to Baruch Sha'amar, the Pesach of the Heichal is Yishtabach. They're actually chains that come down from the ceiling of the Ulam. In the Ulam, everything that takes place in the Ulam is the number five. In the Heichal is the number six. You have six loaves on each row. You have seven in by the Menorah. When you get further, you have eight. Achasamah v'shevelamata. In the Kajdashim, you have nine. So each element, each part of the Mikdash um, connects to a different number, and the number of the Ulam, which corresponds to Psukhid Zimra, is the number five. So this is something we should look out for, where in Psukhid Zimra, at least according to Rab Schwab, it is considered to consist of five components. And Bez Hashem, in upcoming Shurim, we will investigate this further. Thank you everyone for joining. Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos. By the way, if you want, uh, I have to fix the sheet. If anybody wants an updated sheet, just uh, message me. I'll get you the updated sheet. Call to everyone. Agon Shabbos.